This is Lil B Lesbian, the lesbian with the sultry voice, bringing you another thought-provoking podcast on lupus, love, lust, sex, and living my life as a, with a, as a woman of color with a disability. So how are you? With a disability during a pandemic, I should say. I almost forgot that. So how are you and are you taking care of yourself? And are you loving yourself? you are. I hope you are. I did a podcast about um, welcoming new people to the lupus community. It's like a party that you didn't want to get invited to. So I wanted to do a second part because my podcast and my platform is basically about, well, it's about everything. Lesbianism, everything um, is about uh, lupus. And I wanted to check in on those who uh, have gotten their new diagnosis of lupus or any other of the autoimmune diseases that are out there and see where you fare and maybe share a little bit of my story with you about lupus. Um, you know, a lot of people tell me, don't claim that you have lupus because if you claim it, then sorry I we're not doing that not in 2023 I believe in God I believe in God but I believe in the medical field also and uh, that does not mean I don't have faith and that's a whole nother podcast but I have to take care of me so you have now have this this diagnosis of lupus you don't know what it is or where it comes from or you know you might get a you might get a pamphlet which I did I think I did. I don't remember. It was a little, uh, 10 years ago. And uh, now you need to know what to do with that, with that information. You probably have cried your eyes out. You probably have thought that, you know, you're not going to be here, which 30 years ago might have been questionable. But we have come very far with, uh, in the medical field with lupus. And uh, if you take your meds and do the right things, you'll be okay. I take my meds and I, I try to do the right things, but there's stress, baby, of all stress. No, I'm only kidding. You gotta stay away from the stress. I will tell you with me, if I didn't in the, in the last podcast, is that I can deal with a lot of things, but the stress is really mind-boggling for me. And... Uh, 10 years in, it is, un- it just really gets me. But I, that's just me. I just want to, I just want to give you some triggers about a flare. Okay. So I'm, in, I'm currently in a flare right now. Up oh, I am. I did go to uh, Pride. So, you know, I'm, I'm tired. Um, there was a lot of things going through my head there. So, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm in a flare. So I just want to get talk to you about some triggers about that um, give you, uh, you know, that can give you flares. And with me, um, one is stress. Uh, not one is not getting enough rest. I really don't. I don't get enough rest. And um, make sure that you get enough rest. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, like the six, seven, eight rest. Okay, really, really rest. Getting REM sleep and rest. Go, don't go out in the sun. 
really seriously. Don't 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 play with that sun or fluorescent lights. Um, overexposure to them, they can do a number on you. An infection, an infection, any kind of infection. I have something going on with my foot. I don't know yet if it's infected, but yeah, um, and that could be triggering me not to feel my best. An injury, injuries definitely. And the big one, stopping your lupus medicines without talking to your primary or any other type of medicines that are helping you. You have to understand that lupus, um, you know, it is a big deal. You know, it is something that you will have the rest of your life. And you will, it's a party that you didn't want to be invited to. People have asked me, how, how did they, like, how do they know that you have lupus? How do they know that I have lupus? Well, it was a combination, and it took a very long time. It took seven years, okay? So it was a combination of blood, urine, and symptoms, and um, physical examination was also part of my diagnosis. Now, when people ask me, did lupus show up in my blood? Yes, it did. It did show up in my blood. And my, the test that you're going to hear me talk about and is the anti-nuclear antibodies test, the ANA. And I tested positive for ANA. And that's where it, the, the ANA connects and it kind of binds to the nucleus or the command center of the cell. This process damages and can destroy the cells. So it was a uh, fluorescent, you know, type of test. And my blood cells lit up. And that's probably what what you, what was the last stop for you on the midnight train to Georgia, as I say, was that last blood test that showed that you do have lupus or any other type of autoimmune disease. What do you do with this? You live. You live, okay. You are going to go through the stages of grief. And um, those stages of grief, I probably am still in the stages of grief, to be perfectly honest, you know. Um, Everyone goes through the stages of grief when they find out that they have something going on. And we have to understand that each stage is very important. And there's five. There's five. There's the denial. I didn't have it. And that's what I, I told my doctor. And I asked him to run all these tests before I would even think about that I had lupus. I was angry. Oh, I was so angry. I was so angry because I, I, was, I had turned 50, guys. I just turned 50. And I was ready to do a lot of things, okay? And I I didn't have time to be sick at that time. I bargained. Okay, so if I exercise and if I stayed as a vegan and if I um, didn't, if I ate alkaline and if I did cleanses, I was, this was just going to mysteriously disappear. No, it didn't. As in a matter of fact, in the first year, I got Bell's palsy. And that lasted for months, and I couldn't speak at all. 
depression. I still deal with depression and anxiety. I've, I had that way before um, lupus, but the depression has really heightened. It goes in and out. And acceptance. Okay. Acceptance. What is my acceptance of lupus? And how does that acceptance fit into my life? I accept the fact that I have lupus because my body shows it and there is nothing that I can mentally, let's say, you know, um, do about that. I can't fight it. I can't wake up tomorrow and say, guess what, guys? I don't have lupus. Tomorrow I'm going to have lupus. The day after that I'm going to have lupus. And the day after that I'm going to have lupus. A lot of times our outwardness affects how we treat ourselves. So what does that mean? If I walk around um, feeling sad for myself, then people will think that lupus is the worst thing in the world. It's not the best thing in the world, trust me. But it's not the worst thing, okay? I can I, I, I can 99.9% tell someone who just got diagnosed. I, I Because I was them. You know? I was in the gym. I was exercising. I was lifting weights. I was, I was doing all the things that were going on that I needed to do. I was taking medicines that were lowering my immune system. I was catching everything under the sun. I was chronically, constantly sick. And I still am sick a lot. But the one thing that I did know, or maybe that I didn't know, was that I had to embrace it. Did I lose people? Oh my goodness. I lost a lot of friends. Yep. I lost a lot of people. I don't know if it was a fear of um, what might happen to me. Because, yes, people do pass away from lupus. And a lot of times it's other, other scenarios. Okay? It could be that they weren't going to the doctor. It could be they weren't taking their medicine. Um, it could be heart disease. They weren't, um, you know, weren't doing what they had to do. But people fear the unknown, you know. And justifiably so. Justifiably so. So you're still sitting in this and you're probably listening to me like, well, where where is she going with this? Brain fog. <laughs> That's where I'm going with it. You're going to start seeing that you're going to have brain fog. Like I walk in a room and I am, I can have my glasses on top of my head. And I'm saying, okay, I need, what did I come in here for? What did, what did I, what did I, what did I? I might walk out nine times. And then I'll come back as I forget about it. Then an hour later, I'll remember it was my glasses and they're on top of my head. Now, my brain fog becomes more significant when I am under stress. Yep. If I'm under a lot of stress, brain fog is... I don't... I Like the beginning of this month when I was going through a lot, I... I it was It was really, really severe. 
and the fatigue. The fatigue, the fatigue. No, that's not. You, you're not making it up in your head. <laughs> you're, you, you have fatigue. Like I'm sitting up and I am exhausted. But I'm not tired exhausted, if you can understand what I'm saying. I'm not lay down and go to sleep exhausted, okay? I'm fatigued. Like I ran a marathon and I'm sitting here like, yeah, I ran this this 100 uh, hundred meter marathon or race and I'm tired. My, um, because right now I'm stressed out, I'm, I lose a vision in one of my eyes. Um, my eye doctor, he has assured me that it's nothing, but it is stress-induced. So when something that I my, my, that I feel is stressful does not mean that you feel is stressful, okay? That I feel is stressful. And it will affect my eye. Doctor's appointments. Dental appointments. Um, maybe riding in a car with someone who's um, not driving that that well. Who wouldn't be? You'd be afraid to. Um, everything in your life becomes heightened. Your anxiety becomes heightened. Swelling. Let's go on to some other things. Swelling. Um, you're not imagining it. Okay, you get on the scale one day, you get on the scale the next day, you're eight pounds heavier. You're not imagining it. Your body will swell up with the heat. Heat is not, I am a uh, lupus person that I can't do heat. Okay, talked about that in another podcast just recently. Was in the ED with uh, a friend on one of the hottest days that we had and both our ankles looked like um, they didn't even exist she was well she was worse than I was okay Um, abdominal swelling I get the abdominal swelling now It's, it's warm out starting to get warm out so my best bet for you is for you to stay in air conditioning Stay out of the sun. Stay hydrated. Don't worry about the scale. Okay, trust me. Don't worry about it. It's going to fluctuate. I guess I'm telling myself that too. It's going to fluctuate up and down. You're going to swell up. Oh, watch your salt retention. Watch your salt retention. I don't need anything with salt. I don't. And be kind and gentle to yourself during this time that you've just found out something that you're still dealing with. Be around people that will love on you. Really. Eat some high vibrational foods, like some great watermelon, some nice juicy watermelon, some fruits. Rest, relax. You can't wrap your head around it. I'm 10 years in. 10. And I'm, I'm doing what I got to do. You're going to make it. You are going to make it. Get some tools in your toolbox. Um, 
if you have in your city, the Lupus Foundations, connect with them, connect with other people on Instagram or Facebook or Bookface or friends who have lupus. I'm really surprised at the number of women that have lupus that won't tell you. I'm like a walking poster for it. Because I want people to know. I don't want anyone to go through what I went through. Stay up on a lot of different things, okay? Stay up on your all your medical stuff. If something doesn't feel right, then it doesn't feel right. Ask your doctor. And move. Like, you know, I said to you, I have fatigue. And there, you know, full disclosure, I just have, you know, this fatigue is, oof. but I know that I've done stuff, so... You know, it's, it gives it can give you some fatigue. Give you a lot of fatigue. And watch for the heat. Watch for the heat. 90 degrees is not our friend. It's not. It really, really isn't. You'll be surprised what heat can do to you. So this is going to be part two. And know, know, know this, know this. There are lots of people that have lupus. Okay, lots of people that have lupus. And we are thriving and surviving. We're a little tired, we're a little wor- born worse for the wear, but that's what makeup is for, and I'm only kidding. <laughs> for the guys too. Um, you, can, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. So as I'm slowly winding myself down, because I am very tired, um, if you have any questions, you can contact me on Anchor on this app right here. Or if you are following me out there in those internet streets, thank you. Thank you for the follows. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you for the connects, people who are connecting with me. I truly appreciate it. And I love you guys, you know? I'm going to love you guys through this lupus. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you through life. Love you through through this, this you know, I don't like, I, I love you. Let's just put it that way. So that being said, this is Loopy Lesbian with the what? The what? The sultry voice bringing you another thought-provoking podcast on lupus, love, lust, love, and living my life as a single woman of color during a pandemic, pre-post, I don't wear a mask, I don't um, anymore, in this crazy, crazy, crazy world that we live in. I love you guys. I love you to the moon and back and back again. And guess what? There's nothing you can do about it. I hope in your lifetime you find love. You, I, I do. I hope that you all find love. I hope you find someone who's going to love you love you forever not for a fleeting moment but forever I love you guys stay safe in those streets